Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Folks, tactics, 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 and strategies. Talking points are great. Talk is cheap. The do matters. We got to learn to do better. The Democrats learned to do a long time ago. They're just better than us at tactics. I wish it weren't true, but it is. They're just better than us at tactics, tactics, tactics. I'm going to give you some tactics today to take back the narrative in this fight, because as I said yesterday, kind of creating a nice segue from yesterday's show to today, if you're listening to them back to back, we have to learn how to win as conservatives, Republicans, and libertarians and take a victory lap when we win. A victory lap. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. I protect my data and my online activity with a VPN. You should too. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Don't wait. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. By the way, I'm going to open up the show today uh, with a Republicans pounce. I found it again. Once you see Republicans pounce, Republicans seize, you can never unsee it. All right. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Vincero. I got my Vincero. That's right. Vincero's back. They know how important it is to look and feel your best, especially right now. Spring is here. And the Vincero team sent over some of their newest products to promote their massive spring sale. They sent me a spring upgrade package, new sunglasses, wallets, watches, and even brand new blue light blocking glasses too. For a limited time, only shop Vincero's spring upgrade sale and take up to 30% off all their brand new watches. It's my personal fave, the altitude with the blue band and the black face. I've got the black band and the blue face right here because I love them all. You'll feel like a new person wearing these bad boys. This is one of their biggest sales of the year. It's here for a few days only. Vincero's loved by some of your favorite entrepreneurs, athletes, and podcast hosts like moi. Love it. Get compliments on this watch all the time. I love my Vincero products. When you pick up one of their products, you immediately know how you got what you paid for. You got more than what you paid for. It's the best value for your money, guaranteed. That's why they offer a five-year warranty and a 365-day return policy because they stand by every single product they make. It's stress-free shopping with fair and honest prices, and you'll get the coolest looking watch out there. You will get compliments, guaranteed. Go to VinceroCollective.com uh, slash Bongino. No code is required. Your discount will be applied automatically at checkout. But if you access the sale by going to VinceroCollective.com slash Bongino, everything on the site is up to 30% off. No exclusions, including sunglasses, wallets, and bracelets. Go to the link and check out this awesome sale going on at Vincero. It's V I N. C-E-R-O collective.com, VinceroCollective.com slash Bongino. Go today. All right, Joe. Where Let's go. go. Kid is stoked today. Never call yourself the kid, but I just did it right there. First, before I get to tactics, because tactics matter, talk is cheap. Tactics, what is it? Tactics walk and BS talks or whatever that may be. Let's go to our first Republicans pounce of the day. Haven't seen this in about 10 minutes. Axios, <laughs> once you see the Republicans pounce narrative, you can never unsee it. So in yesterday's show, we covered the fact that Ron DeSantis was maligned by 60 Minutes. 60 Minutes got called out lying about Ron DeSantis's vaccine policy. Totally lying. 60 Minutes and completely busted. Busted. Over. So instead of, again, making the story about 60 Minutes's absolute 60 Minutes failure, epic failure to do actual journalism, right, and getting called out on it, What's a Republican's pounce narrative? The media always has to make a story when they catch a bunch of Democrats like 60 Minutes doing something wrong. They always have to make the story about the Republicans' response to it. You'll see these narratives everywhere. When you see them, you can't unsee them. Here it is, Axios, Republicans' pounce of the day. Here's their tweet. Florida Governor DeSantis, a Trump ally with, a, ally with his eyes on the White House is dialing up a dispute with 60 Minutes. Seizing! Seizing, Joe! Seizing on a chance to ingratiate himself with the GOP base by bashing the media. <laughs> Dude! It's re Republicans seize, Republicans pounce. You can never unsee this stuff. When you see it, you will learn to recognize it everywhere. Axios, totally disingenuous, hack hacktastic, as I think Caleb Howe referred to it, garbage reporting. Instead of reporting on 60 Minutes' failure to be honest with their viewers and report on DeSantis honestly, they have to attack DeSantis. Republicans pounce every 
single time. I saw that. That's why we were a little delayed today. I saw that right before the show. I sent it to Guy with like 30 seconds to go. Mick, you got to put that in there. All right. Moving on. Tactics, 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 tactics. It's all about uh, tactics. We got to hone our tactics to start to win the political day, the political narrative, the, 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 whatever the hearts and minds of the nation, whatever you want to call it. We've got to get better at tactics and we got to hone these tactics to start to win, not just survive. I'm not interested in treading water. If you are, go find a new party. I'm really sorry. I'm not interested in treading water. I'm interested in owning the house, the yard, and the pool the water's in. Everything. I want everything. I want everything. I want liberals on political narratives beaten down so badly on their political narratives they don't even try this nonsense again. I want to win the narrative day so badly that their nonsense racism narratives and everything else that they never try this again. I want to win. Tactics matter. Forget about this treading water garbage. Throw it out the window. So I'm going to give you today a three-point plan today to take back the narrative on the Georgia election law because it's not just about Georgia and it's not just about Georgia elections. This is about elections everywhere. Why? What do I mean? What do I mean? Holy crap, check this out. We may be, I think I'm bashing the gavel too hard. Look at this. I broke my gavel. Whoever sent me this gavel, can you send a replacement? Just kidding. I'll get a million gavels in the mail now. My gavel broke. Man, sorry guys. Smashed that sucker up pretty good. I'm going to give you a three-point plan to win. To win back the day. Everybody loves three-point plans, right? I love them too. This morning, work out real early. I'm sitting in the shower. Shh doing my thing, washing my hair. And I'm like, I owe it to you to give you a battle plan moving forward. The battle plan is this. The Georgia election controversy, election law changes, is not about Georgia. It is about election laws everywhere. Make no mistake. Georgia implemented a mild form of voter ID to vote. This is a disaster for the Democrats. Why? Because I said it yesterday. The Democrats love to cheat. It is hard to cheat without voter ID. Therefore, Democrats don't like any law that makes it harder for them to cheat. Everybody got it? My three-point plan is going to be this. Alinsky outrunning bears at a Trump rally. What the hell does that mean? Don't you worry, Daddy-O. I'll explain that to you. By the way, this three-point plan applies to winning the narrative on just about any subject. So <laughs> a little excited today, Yeah, <laughs> which I wasn't before. Now I'm like all into, really? Right, Joe? Before the show, I was like a little tired. Now, now I'm yeah. like all into, I don't know. Don't even ask me how that, don't even ask me how that, I promise it's not narcotics. It's not drugs. Contrast to Joe's, Joe's shot at me before the show. He's like, hey, meth laying around? Yeah. <laughs> Joe's, he's joking, of course. There are no drugs involved. I'm just, no. I love this topic. Tactics matter. So the three-point plan how to beat back the Democrats in the narrative wars every single day. Point one, adopt Saul Alinsky's rules. Saul Alinsky, Dan, isn't he one of the liberal bad guys? He was. But his rules for organizing absolutely work. And if we don't adopt them, we will be overrun by them. Period. Period. Full stop, Aruski. So taking back the narrative on the Georgia election law, because it's not just about Georgia, it's about cleaning up elections everywhere. They're trying to intimidate other states to not do the same thing. You got that, right? Everybody understands that? Right. There's nothing to do with Georgia. They're trying to scare every other state from doing the same thing. Look what's going to happen to you. We're going to boycott you. So step number one in my three-point plan to win the day back, adopt Alinsky's rules. And let's start with rule number four from Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. Make the enemy live up to its own book of rules. If the rules that every letter gets a reply, send 30,000 letters. You can kill them with this because no one can possibly obey all of their own rules. Ha! Yeah. Oh, I love this one. I love, love, love. Make the enemy. Almost ate the microphone there. Make the enemy live up to its own rules. Hat tip Marco Rubio, senator from Florida. You know, Rubio and I agree and disagree on certain things, but I want to applaud Marco Rubio yesterday for adopting Solonitsky rule number four, make the enemy live up to its own rules, and sending this letter to the commissioner of Major League Baseball, Mr. Manfred. 
So Marco Rubio sent a letter to Robert Manfred, commissioner of Major League Baseball, who thought it'd be a good idea to pull the All-Star game out of a, uh, what, uh, 51% black city um, in Atlanta and send it to a white city in Colorado, largely. But that's not racist. He thought that'd be a good idea to teach those Georgians Major League Baseball. We're going to teach you guys a lesson. Commissioner Manfred's like, you dopey Georgians, we're going to boycott you and your state. We're going to show you we're pulling that All-Star game out of there. So hat tip Marco Rubio sent uh, Commissioner Manfred a little letter. And you'll notice if you'll see the letter on the screen, you can watch the show, of course, at Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino. It's like, you know, it's really interesting about uh, Major League Baseball ending an engagement with uh, Georgia. And he's asked, will it now end its engagement with nations that do not even hold elections like China and Cuba? Will you end your lucrative financial relationship with Tencent, a company with deep ties to the Communist Party that actively helps the Chinese government hunt down and silence political dissidents? That's a good question, Senator Marco. That is a great question for the commissioner. Make the enemy live up to its own rules. Now, the second part of this letter is even more fascinating. So Major League Baseball, their own rules, right, Joe? Their own rules. Yeah. What are their rules? Hey, we don't do business with these these terrible election suppression racists like the people of Georgia, where everybody's like, what? What are you even talking about? But we have no problem when they don't even hold elections in China and Cuba. And if you try to hold an election, they throw you in a concentration camp. No worries. MLB, Major League Baseball, that is A-OK. We'll do business over there. But Rubio makes an even better point on the second part of his letter, where he asked Commissioner Manfred, this faux hypocrite loser, but he's supposedly Captain Principles now, right? He says, similarly, this is Rubio's letter to Manfred. I'm under no illusion you intend to resign as a member from Augusta National Golf Club, which is in Georgia. I thought he didn't want to do business in Georgia, but he's a member of a golf club there. Rubio says, because to do so would require a personal sacrifice as opposed to the woke corporate virtue signaling of moving the all-star game from Atlanta. Nice. 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 Very nice. Very, very nice. Very nice. Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to move away from the mic. I can't help it. There's all kinds of rules for doing radio. I obey none of them. And by the way, when we open the terrestrial radio show on May 24th, I have no intention of obeying the rules there either. (laughs) Just so you know. Again, I disagree with Marco Rubio about a lot of things, but this is a spectacular effort. So Commissioner Manfred, baseball, we will expect you to live up to your own set of rules, pull Major League Baseball out of China, no more activity in Cuba at all, definitely no drafting of Cuban baseball players, and we expect your letter of resignation from Augusta's Golf Club immediately, immediately, immediately. So make the enemy live up to its own set of rules. So Coca-Cola had a virtue signal. You know, selling sugar water for them is very important. So Coca-Cola has said, listen, we definitely want to speak out against a law that requires people to show voter ID because that is definitely racist. So as I showed you the other day, let's make Coca-Cola live up to its own rules. It'd be a real shame if everybody kept using their social media platforms to call on uh, a Commissioner Manfred to resign from Augusta, pull out of China. And if they showed this image of Coca-Cola, it'd be a real shame if this made its way around. In order to get into their annual meeting of shareholders, I showed the other day, you need, quote, a valid photo ID and an admission ticket. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> great. What? Valid photo ID and admi- at least you don't need an admission ticket to vote. So Coca-Cola is even worse, even worse than the Georgia voting law that requires ID to vote. Make them live up to their own rules. Alinsky's rules number four, quattro. Make them live up to their own rules. Let's go to Delta, which of course had a, also sent out a uh, virtue signaling statement about how much they objected to the Georgia law. You know, photo ID for Delta. It's inexcusable. You can't have a photo ID to vote because photo ID and asking people for a photo ID is definitely racist. It is All this took was a Google search. This is actually a screenshot of my phone that I sent to Guy before the show. So here are the required travel documents from Delta to travel within the United States. 
This is a quote from their own website for the liberals who care to look this up. In the United States, you need a valid U.S. government-issued photo ID, a photo ID or a passport from your country of origin to travel through security. Oh, uh, okay, okay. That's good. That's sorry. So to fly to attend a Coca-Cola shareholder meeting, to pick up tickets at Major League Baseball, you need a photo ID. But to engage in the most important civic activity a citizen can engage in, voting to select our leaders who will determine the future of the country, who have possession of the nuclear codes, and all of that kind of important stuff, you definitely don't need a photo ID there because it's totally racist. Okay. And all the liberals buy this. Suckers. Suckers. Big time suckers. All of you. I've been talking to this Washington Post guy, by the way. I know. I'm. We'll see where it goes. Sometimes you got to do this stuff. But I made the point yesterday uh, on my show and to him that, again, if you can explain to me how insisting that uh, asking for a voter ID is somehow racist because black people can't figure out their driver's license number, if you can explain to me in a sane and coherent thought how that's not racist in and of itself, I'd love to hear it. I haven't heard it yet. ready today just called myself the kid twice <laughs> so i told you be a three-point plan we're only at point one i said point one would be alinsky point two would be outrunning bears point three would be a trump rally let's move on to point two here's point two tactics 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 tactic number one make the enemy live up to its own rules they never do because they're hypocrites and frauds and everybody hates hypocrites and frauds tactic number two is i don't have to outrun the bear i just have to outrun armacost yeah i don't know who'd actually win that race with my horrendous hips and knees i'm not joking that's not even <laughs> joe is a little bit older than me uh-huh. I am actually not sure who would win a foot. Now, I know Gee, he's like a CrossFit guy. I know Paula could probably beat me too. Even though she's only a year younger, she's much faster. Joe and me, I'm not sure. Oh, I'm really not sure. Comedy. Joe in combat boots and wet fatigues could probably still beat me. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. You and I'd be in the hospital, so I'm going to skip that for now because we do have to do a show and you and I would both be in, in critical care. But I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun Armacost. Well, how is that a tactic? Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have to outsmart every single company that boycotts the state of Georgia. We don't have to make an example out of every single one. That'd be hard. We just have to outrun one of them. And believe me, everyone will get the message. Let's go to Saul Alinsky's rule number 13 again. Pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. Cut off the support network and isolate the target from sympathy. Go after people and not institutions. People hurt faster than institutions. Gosh, Dan, that sounds really immoral, does it? They do it to us all the time. You wonder why Commissioner Manfred should be pressured to cancel his membership at Augusta. Commissioner Manfred personally should be pressured to pull the MLB out of China and Cuba. He had no problem targeting you and your state. If you work in Atlanta and was, were going to be one of the financial beneficiaries of having the all-star game and the million dollars of economic activity brought to Atlanta, that's now lost and you could be potentially out of a job or your wallet shrinks because of Manfred, then why don't you pay Manfred back the favor? Pick the target, freeze it, isolate it. We don't have to outrun all these companies. We just have to outrun one. And my suggestion is you make Major League Baseball. You make them your number one priority right now. Now, listen, we're not leftists. If it was Antifa, of course, it would be some kind of Antifa or BLM, some violent uh, nonsense. But uh, not only is that immoral, but it's extremely counterproductive. But organizing and pressure campaigns are very 
productive. Let's keep the heat on Major League Baseball by constantly pointing out things like this. They've now decided to move the All-Star game from a majority black city to a majority white city in Colorado. You know what's really odd about this? Here's photo one from Colorado. Hat tip Greg Price. I saw this on his social media feed. Colorado already has voter ID. Oh, I, I, <laughs> thought, I thought that was racist. I thought that was racist. So you're moving your baseball game from a majority black city with voter ID to a majority white city with the same voter ID, and yet you're not the racist? How's that? Not only do they have voter ID, they also have a ban on electioneering with water, using water and, and snacks as an electioneering thing. They also have a ban on that too. Yeah, here's Colorado, their Secretary of State's own website. You may not campaign or wear any apparel or accessories bearing the name or image of a candidate or ballot measure if they operate within 100 feet of the polling place. <laughs> that sounds exactly like the Georgia law. That sounds exactly like it. Commissioner Manfred, has he read any of this? Of course he has. He's an idiot. One of the dumbest human beings on the planet just destroyed his brand to signal to the Wokatarians who don't even watch baseball. They never leave their base. They don't even play baseball video games. All right, I'll get to rule number three, which I got to Alinsky outrunning bears. Remember, you don't have to outrun a bear. You just have to outrun the other guy. You just need one. We'll get to the Trump rally in a minute. Let me get to my second sponsor today, our friends at Paint Your Life. Listen, I got one of these and they're absolutely fantastic. When I heard about paintyourlife.com, I thought this is a really amazing idea. Why? Because I'm really always struggling for gifts that are cost effective. So I thought that's got to be really expensive. You know, paintings, they can be expensive, especially really high quality ones. At Paint Your Life, you want to give a truly meaningful gift, you got to try this, paintyourlife.com. Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a really affordable, great price for incredibly high-quality work. I've got one. It's beautiful. Choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is absolutely perfect. Their user-friendly platform lets you order a custom-made, hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes, and you'll get a hand-painted portrait delivered by three weeks. It makes the perfect birthday, anniversary, or wedding gift. It's meaningful, personal, and can be cherished forever. I was blown away, completely blown away by the quality of the painting I got. It's a keeper for life. At uh, paintyourlife.com, excuse me, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money's refunded, guaranteed. And right now is a limited time offer. Get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off. It's a big discount and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word DAN to 64000. That's Dan, my first name, to 64,000. Do it today. Text Dan to 64,000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. It's available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text Dan to 64,000. You're going to love that. Check it out. All right. Folks, point number three, Trump rally on the tactics front. So again, number one, make the enemy live up to its own set of rules. Second. You don't have to outrun the bear. You just have to outrun one of them. Pick one. Major League Baseball should not get another dollar or attention from another conservative in this country. I'm very sorry if it stings and you find baseball entertaining. I know I do. I played it throughout high school and my freshman year at college. Don't care. I'm done. You should be done too. But third, folks, we're the renegades now. We're the counterculture revolution. Now, listen, I was born in the 70s, 1974. So I obviously missed the 60s. Joe didn't, but he doesn't remember any of it. Just kidding. <laughs> Actually, probably not just kidding. No. <laughs> not too sure. Joe, Joe was like a party on like rocker dude. Oh, so man. Joe lived the 60s. How much he remembers, I don't know. We'll have to do a separate show on that one day. Maybe we'll do an interview with Joe Armacost. But I was born in the 70s. But in the 60s, I'm sure, Joe, you can vouch for me here. You mm -hmm. know, the cool kids were the hippies and the counterculture revolutionaries, right? Yeah. yeah. They were like, look at us, man. Rage against the machine, bro. Screw the man. No one ever told you who the man was. 
But everyone agreed that screwing the man was a screw the man, right, Joe? The man. Who's the man? That yeah. guy's the man. He's the man. I don't know. Right? The man. Was, nobody knew who the man was, but the whole idea was screw the man. Okay, whatever. Um, screw the man. Well, those were the cool cats, right, back then? How does yeah. it feel? And I mean, you should all take a bow right now, just like this, because I'm not joking. I'm not messing with you. You're the cool kids now. I, I ran into, I was at uh, church this weekend for Easter. And a young lady whose family I know, she was away at college, but I guess she came back for the Easter holiday and came to the church. A young lady I know, uh, I'm not going to say her name because liberals will hunt her down and stalk her for the rest of her life because they're crazy lunatics. But uh, she came back and, you know, she was having some doubts, I think, about her position in the movement or whatever it may be. Good conservative young lady. And uh, I said to her, I looked her in the eye and I said, please, please don't. Don't give up and don't give in. I'm like, we're the real renegades now. We're the misfits. We're the land of misfit toys. We're the counterculture revolution. It takes no bravery whatsoever to be a liberal on a college campus. None. Matter of fact, it takes nothing but cowardice. It requires you to believe things you know are false just to be part of a lemming-like mentality with a cliff straight ahead. I said, please don't give up. I, I hope it worked. Whether it did, I don't know. But her... You know, parents were a little worried. She's having doubts. We all have doubts. But to those younger kids on a college campus and to those 30, 40, 50, 60-year-olds, whatever, know this. You're the renegades now. It takes real smalls, family-friendly, to be a conservative now in America. You're risking everything. Your money, your prestige, your job, your friends, you risk everything by standing up for freedom and liberty. The loser like lemmings with the Borg mentality want nothing more than to be obedient slaves to their ideological masters. You're the one standing up as everybody genuflects down. You. You should be proud of that. It takes nerve and guts to do that. You're the misfits and the renegades now. Folks, we don't have the power. We don't have the money. We don't have power in academia. We don't have power in Hollywood. We don't have power in professional sports. We don't even have power in Washington, D.C. Even the Republicans, many of them are rhinos. But we do have one thing. And this is where tactic number three comes in. We have people. And we have a whole ton of people. About 75 million by my last count. That's a pretty big number. So let's go back to Saul Alinsky's rule, numero uno. So important, he made it number one. Power is not only what you have, but what the enemy thinks you have. Power is derived from two main sources, money and people. Have-nots, that's us must build power from flesh and blood. You got to show up. You got to bring your flesh and show up. If we don't have the money, we don't have the cultural power, we don't have the institutional power in D.C., and we're going to be counterculture revolutionaries now, then you have to do something. You have to actually show up. So what better way, if we're not going to have the money and we're not going to be represented by people in the culture and academia, what better way to send a message to the destructive anti-American left than to do a Trump rally in Atlanta? Like now. Why wait? Remember and Linsky's other rule, any tactic that drags on becomes a drag. Do it now. We could use the president right now. President Trump should show up down in Atlanta and hold his first rally in a long time. It's about time. I don't think he should overdo it on rallies. I think she sh he should make selective statements, but we're at an inflection point right now. And wouldn't it be amazing for President Trump to show up down in Georgia, bring all that money back into the state? I, I bet he gets 20,000, 30,000 people to show up down there and give a speech on how he supports Georgia and sound and free and fair elections in Georgia. 
and how it's incredibly racist to accuse black people of being too dumb to figure out what a driver's license number is. Wouldn't it be great to hear him say that? Because it's true. We're the renegades now. We're the misfits. And I got to tell you, it feels pretty good. There's nothing worse than being a Borg-like lemming, genuflecting before your ideological masters who tell you what to think. You're pathetic. You're pathetic. I laugh at you. I mock you. I'd rather be, I'd rather be broke and destitute than be an ideological slave like you are to your masters telling you what to do every day. Your liberal cultural masters telling you what to do. It's pathetic. Think for yourself. Think for yourself. Support liberty and freedom. You can never go wrong. I promise you will never be on the wrong side of history. If we don't have power, we do have the people. Show up. All right. Uh, let's see. What do I do next? Do I do my third spot? You know what? Let's get to this video first. You have that Saki video, Guy? The White House, ladies and gentlemen, is feeling the heat. So you got my three tactics, right? Tactics matter. We have to hone tactics to win. No more surviving. We got to win. Start taking back the ideological ground. We are on the right side of history, not the Borg ideological left, the genuflectors. That's not us. Off your knees. Stand up. Let them kneel. Let them kneel before their ideological gods. I ain't doing it. And neither are you. The White House is feeling the heat. And this is the time to double down. Why? Because it was clown joke of a president, Joe Biden, a guy who lets his son engage in international uh, business dealings as a, uh, a former uh, a drug addict, self-admitted, by the way, lets him deal in international business dealings. Uh, what kind of dad does that? That's old lunch bucket, Joe. The White House is feeling the heat because Joe Biden supported this boycott. He can lie about it all he wants, but not only did Joe Biden support the boycott, but Major League Baseball, in one of their statements I'll put forward in a minute, Major League Baseball actually cited Joe Biden's support of the boycott of Georgia, a boycott of a largely black area of Georgia, Atlanta, pulling financial assets in the Major League Baseball All-Star game out of a largely black city to relocate it to a largely white state in Colorado, and now all of a sudden everybody's like, gosh, was that a good idea? The White House is feeling the heat. You know how I know this? Because watch Jen Psaki try to circle back and just wind up in a big circle herself because she doesn't know what to say when she's questioned about, hey, did Biden support this boycott or not? Because we know what he said. He said, right, hey, support the players, right? You know, stand up and do their thing. Really? Check Jen Psaki out trying to circle back and not exactly working out for her. Well, no. I just wanted to ask you a question about Major League Baseball. Uh, the okay. league decided to move its All-Star game out of Atlanta. That's something that the president said he supported before. Does he then agree with their decision to move that game out of Atlanta with the voting law? Well, I, I wish I had had this with me on Friday because I got a, asked a question and there's just a, some help, what I thought would be helpful context. And I know you probably don't have the transcript in front of you. So when the president was asked during an ESPN interview last week, uh, he was asked the question, uh, last week, Major League Baseball Players Association executive director said that he would look forward to discussing moving the All-Star game from Atlanta in the wake of Georgia's governor signing into law a bill passed by the Republican-led state legislature to overhaul how its state elections are run. How do you view this possibility of moving the All-Star game out of Georgia? And he said, quote, I think today's professional athletes are acting incredibly responsible. I would su strongly support them doing that. So he was not dictating up. Uh, for what Major League Baseball uh, should do, that that they should dictating they should move the All Star Game, uh, that is was their decision. They made that decision, and as he stated earlier, he certainly supports that. So he does support the decision to move the game. Well, he he supports them being able to make the decision and respond to what their players uh, act you know asks are given. Many of them are impacted, of course, by these laws. What a chump! What a chump this president is. So he gets out ahead of this. Uh, there's no doubt he supported this boycott and supported the players calling for the boycott. And instead of backing it up and having some smalls or some cojones, um, what does he do? He sends his press flack out there, Jen Psaki, to try to circle back on it and do a dance. She's dancing. She's dancing. 
again, for her liberal buddies in the media. If you're so proud of the boycott that you recommended the players do, which Joe Biden did, then why not back it up? The answer, because you've got no smalls. You've got no guts. You are a small person. They're starting to realize now that even the largely black city of Atlanta, where there's a ton of black-owned businesses and wealth who are now going to suffer the ramifications of the Joe Biden baseball boycott, because that's what it is, they're now starting to realize, man, this isn't a good look for us. This is not a good look. They say, Dan, what evidence do you have that Major League Baseball moved their all-star game out of Atlanta because of what Biden said? Um, Because Major League Baseball said it in their own statement. Here it is. Here it is, folks. Always bring the receipts. Major League Baseball, quote, the decision comes a little more than a week after the passage of SB 202, a Georgia law that President Joe Biden criticized earlier this week, saying that it will restrict voting access for residents of the state. I'm just I'm just going by what they said. I'm just I'm, I'm just going by what they said. Moving their game out of a 51 percent black state to a nine percent black state. Because they're fighting racism or something. Sure, it makes a whole lot of sense if you're a liberal, folks, because you're a liberal. You wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, you know nothing. Ignorance is bliss. You live this blissful, ignorant existence, and yet you're proud of yourself. You're shaving like, gosh, this is so great. We're boycotting a black city to move the All-Star game to a white city because we are combating racism because black people can't figure out what their driver's license number is. You're a liberal, and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Dunces. All right, let me get to my third sponsor today. And then, uh, <laughs> page two, the deuce. I've got a great story after the break here from Vice Magazine. Um, white people are posing as people of color because, wait till you hear the reason on this one. Gosh, when are we ever going to get to the colorblind society we all want? Is it, is it ever going to be possible with liberals in the way? But hey, wait, one more thing before I get to my... So I just got a video. Paula sent this to me. It's my actual phone. So Lucy's in a little training camp this week because she's eating everything, everywhere, socks, shoes, underwear, anything. Doesn't matter. So she's in a like a dog camp this week. Here's I don't know if you can see this. Here's a video of Lucy running out this morning. <laughs> There's the loose... She's with other dogs. She gets to play. It's a nice camp. I promise. It's not like boot camp. It's not like doggy boot camp. She's not doing push-ups right now. <laughs> I miss my dog. I woke up this morning. When I wake up in the morning, right, Lucy's got a little like area she sleeps in. It's caged in a bit. So she doesn't run around the house and eat everything at night. But it's right by the door to my bedroom. So when I come out, I get up early. I get up at about 10 to 5 in the morning. And uh, I come out every morning. She puts her heads up and I go, hey, buddy. And she's like, it's almost like a smile. I missed that this morning. I wanted to come out and say, hey, buddy, but my buddy wasn't there. It was a little disappointing. All right, today's show brought to you by my friends at Liquid IV. Here it is, my go-to product because I live in Florida and I don't like getting sick. When we push our body hard or we're just feeling run down, it's extremely important to take care of ourselves with the proper vitamins and nutrients. I just gave this stuff to Gee. Gee, are you giving me a thumbs up on Liquid IV or a thumbs up? It's a big thumbs up. It's a double thumbs up. That's why Liquid IV created the fantastic hydration multiplier plus, plus, plus immune support to maintain and strengthen your immune system. I love this stuff. Paula loves this stuff. I got Gee hooked on it now. Gee's a CrossFitter. He doesn't go to CrossFit without it because it's that good. The hydration multiplier plus immune supports a cutting edge blend of vitamin C, zinc, and Wellmune in a convenient single serve packet. You see it right there to help strengthen your immune system. Vitamin C is well-known to protect your body and support good health. Zinc, the second most abundant trace mineral in your body, supports immune cell health and function. Wellmune is a naturally sourced beta-glucan that's proven to help strengthen your immune system. Each packet's bursting with fresh, natural, tangerine, delicious flavor. It tastes great. Liquid IV can provide two to three more or times more hydration than water alone. This blend is powered by cellular transport technology, which is designed to enhance rapid absorption of water and other nutrients. Your muscles and body will just suck up fluids on this stuff. The optimal ratio of glucose, sodium, and potassium delivers water and key nutrients into the bloodstream faster. 
It's the perfect balance to help you strengthen your immune system quickly and effectively. Get your liquid IV hydration multiplier plus immune support in bulk at Costco. Stop by my, <laughs> just kidding. Or order online and get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use promo code Bongino at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order. If you want better hydration, get it today using promo code Bongino at liquidiv.com. Liquidiv.com. Use promo code Bongino. Pick this stuff up. We love it. All right. So as I said, getting back to this Vice article, this is the kind of stuff you see trolling around the internet that passes for um, non-lunatic stuff uh, amongst liberals. Of course, if you read it and you're a regular sane person, you're like, did a, a person with a serious psychological disorder uh, diagnosable in the DSM-4 or 5, what do we have to, 5 or 6 now? Did someone write this who is not sane? Here's the article. Um, Vice, white people keep posing as people of color for clout. Um, the article's fascinating. Uh, it's an article about literally people who are white, who pretend they are black or Hispanic or whatever. And it mentions some prominent cases. Remember Alec Baldwin's uh, wife, Hilaria? I think her real name is Hillary. Mm -hmm. Then they talk about Rachel Dolezal. Remember that show, the Hilaria Ball? Yeah. I know, enough. We're not breaking that one up again. Remember that disaster? I talked about it for like one or two days and I had a, I was, I'm on a Hilaria Baldwin quota. We're done with that story. But Rachel Dolezal and others, people who are white and pretend to be black. Um, and the reason they give in this Vice article is fascinating. Why white people are posing as people of color. I'm just going to read this and I'm just going to leave it there and move right on. Because I have nothing to add to this at all. But I want you to hear it from them. This is the lefties advice why white people are pretending to be not white people. Quote, Though it sounds paradoxical, they said that wearing the experiences of racialized people like a costume, an act, in search of opportunities, attention, or cultural currency is in fact the height of white pr privilege. Uh, don't, don't, even, don't even try to think about it. St I know what you're doing. Stop. You will... Cells will die in your brain immediately. Don't do it. I'm not doing it. There will be no further kind. Guy don't, Guy don't try it either. He's trying to think this through now. St just stop. I just wanted to put that out there. Moving on. Moving on. He said it's like dividing by zero. Oh, don't just don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Okay, moving on to a more serious topic. So a little while ago, uh, the Republican minority leader in the House side, Kevin McCarthy, uh, he went on the air and said this and was immediately attacked probably by some people at Lefty Magazines and elsewhere who write articles like that, but was immediately attacked for saying crazy things and promoting conspiracy theories. Here was Kevin McCarthy in an interview talking about people crossing the southern border of the United States and some of them being potential terrorists. Again, mocked immediately after he said this. Check this out. And when you go up to Monument 3 and you talk to those agents, it's not just people from Mexico or Honduras or El Salvador. They're now finding people from Yemen, Iran, Turkey. People on the, on the terrorist watch list they are catching. And they're rushing it all at once. Wow. Republican minority leader saying there are people crossing the southern border from countries that have a known problem with terrorism. He was immediately called out as a heretic. A conspiracy theory. That's nuts. That's crazy time. Matter of fact, a Democratic member of the House, Ruben Gallego, Democrat from Arizona District 7. Here's him tweeting on his social media account. He says, hey, that's weird. I'm the chairman of the Subcommittee on Intelligence and Special Operations and a border state member of Congress. And I haven't heard anything about this. You know, people from Yemen and terrorists crossing the border stuff. He says, I'm going to ask for a briefing. He says, he's pretty sure that Kevin McCarthy is either wrong or is lying. Uh. So I see this story this morning at Fox News. You can get it at our newsletter, which we launch out every morning, bongino.com slash newsletter. I encourage you to subscribe. It is free. Democrats who downplayed suspected, ter suspected terrorists at the border remain silent as agents keep catching more. 
Border Patrol agents recently apprehended a Yemeni man whose name was on the FBI's terror watch list. Is there a screenshot from this piece? I forget. There is. Okay, thanks. Sometimes I uh, have to. I forget what I sent them in the morning. So this is weird. Remember, uh, McCarthy was called a heretic conspiracy theory promoting loser, basically. Uh, matter of fact, Ruben Gallego is calling him a liar for saying that people from Yemen were crossing the border. Here's a Fox News report. So CBP announced that the Border Patrol had apprehended a Yemeni man at the southern border whose name was on the FBI terror watch list. Gosh, that's really strange. Sounds like something McCarthy said. This is the second Border Patrol arrest of a second. It's not. This isn't even the first one. I, you know, I forgot this was part of the screenshot. No joke. This is a second Border Patrol arrest of a Yemeni national with their name on the terror watch list in two months. So, you know, of course, we catch everybody crossing the southern border illegally. Ha! That's laughable. Of course not. So we only, it's only been two months and we've already caught two. So I'm just checking. Guy was kind enough to do this. Joe, you may want to check this out too, because you and I definitely need a geography brush up. All right. So McCarthy said, hey, we got to be careful because we have a porous southern border and people will come here if they find out the southern border is porous and they will try to get into Mexico because they heard you can get into Mexico. So I was under the mistaken um, uh, conclusion, idea, whatever it may be, um, that Yemen shared a border with the United States because I, you know, I'm just not that smart. I thought Yemen shared a border somewhere. So Guy was kind enough to do this map for me this morning. Um, he is very, very nice. Guy even has arrows in it. And you'll huh. see there's Mexico on the, I, Joe, I know you didn't know this. Yet. I know this is very traumatic for me and you because both of us thought Yemen shared a border with like New York City and whatever. Um, and we missed that. So there it is. The distance is 8,114 miles. And Yemen, contrary to what I believe before the show today, is on the other side of the earth, um, right there, south of Saudi Arabia. I, I, I know you're stunned, Norma Costa. Guy yeah. was too. Guy was too. He came in this morning. He was like, I didn't know that. Like, I thought Yemen shared a border with the <laughs> northeastern United States. The whole Atlantic Ocean thing confused me. So Yemen. So people 8,000 miles away are finding their way to Mexico, who happen to be on the terror watch list to make their way into the United States. Don't worry, folks. Don't worry. It's all about immigration. No worries at all. No national security concerns or anything like that. People somehow finding their 8,114-mile journey way over to the United States because the rumor's getting around um, that the southern border is pretty much open, uh, which it pretty much is. And again, in two months, we've captured two. Who knows how many we haven't captured. Thank you, Guy, for that map. Joe and I are very grateful. We were, again, yeah. very confused. I was convinced it was just a border, you know, just the proximity issue. Yemen's so close to the United States. Hmm. Terror watch us. They just wound up here. It was all an accident. But as it turns out, it's 8,000 miles away. <laughs> the verdict is in. Dan Bongino learned something today. That's just really great. So thank you, Guy, for educating both of us. What do we got here? All right, I want to do this uh, tax block here, but... Do we do the cancel culture stuff too on the Shannon Sharp? We got a lot. Let me get to my last sponsor. Can we do that? Let's get to my last sponsor. And then I'll decide as I'm reading, because I've got four ringers here for stories. So I just want to be sure I get the get them in the right order because I don't want to leave you hanging here. Hey, spring is finally here, ladies and gentlemen. And during Shamanese spring clearance event, you can get the brand new Zotique deep correcting serum absolutely free for a limited time. That's right. Your order today of the classic Gen Yourself for Bags and Puffiness includes Zotique for free. It's time to say goodbye to puffiness, blotchy skin, crow's feet, acne scars, and even those pesky sunspots. It's time to open up, get out, and feel great about how you look. Get compliments or get 100% of your money back. It's that simple. Shamani will also include GenuCell immediate effects for results in minutes. Also free. See results guaranteed or 100% of your money back. How do you get this great offer? Go to GenuCell.com and enter my discount code to check out Dan40. That's Dan40 for an instant discount off your order. And this crazy sale gets even better. Order right now. Get the classic GenuCell jawline treatment to tighten and tone the chin and neck area for free, plus a surprise luxury gift. All orders are upgraded to free priority shipping. Go to GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. That's GenuCell.com. Use promo code DAN40. I had a suggestion from a listener that they put a, is that my mother-in-law loves this stuff, that I put a uh, picture of my mother-in-law. I will do that because she's going to be 70 soon and you'd never believe it. It looks like it's the 50th anniversary of her uh, 20th birthday. Not exactly yet going to be 70, but she looks amazing. I promise you. 
So someone asked me to put a picture up. And I said to her, I said, Abuela, Abuela, can we take a picture of you? She's not my grandmother. She's my kid's grandmother. But I call her Abuela because my kids do. And she likes it. And she's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Donnie, no problem. So we'll get a good picture. She's going to want a good picture, though. All right, let's do the tax thing. So here is Joe Biden. Quick video here. Here's Joe Biden pledging. Don't you worry, folks. Those taxes are only going to be the the massive tax hikes I'm proposing to pay for my $2 trillion non-infrastructure plan. That includes almost no infrastructure at all. Don't you worry. It's only going to be for those evil rich people who make $400,000 more a year. Why? Because Joe Biden wants you to believe he only wants to tax the evil rich people. Correct? So here's Joe Biden in his own words, and we'll immediately debunk this abject stupidity. Check this out. I start with one rule. No one. We say it again, no one making under $400,000 will see their federal taxes go up, period. Okay, well, that's a lie. They already admitted that. They said, well, what we meant is $400,000 per family. Well, that's not $400,000 per person. That is just not $400,000 per person. That sounds like $200,000 per person. I, I don't, I, it's, the math isn't complicated, folks. It's not hard. So Biden's a liar there. But again, he says, listen, the, the wealthy people, they got to pay their fair share. You know, you wealthy people are a curse, a plague on society. We've got to do something about that. You should pay your fair share. So New York Post, here he is. Biden reveals his sweeping tax hikes to pay for his $2 trillion infrastructure plan, which we should refer to from this point on as the non-infrastructure plan, because only 5.6% of the spending actually involves anything you'd classify as infrastructure. That's not 56, that's 5.6% of the plan. But this is really strange. Again, we have these oddities appearing in the show today, throughout the show. These just strange, weird absurdities. Biden says he only wants to tax rich people, you know, because they're all evil and stuff and they should pay more. Oh, he didn't really say that. You get the gist of what he's saying. Come on. No, he didn't say that exactly, but you know exactly what he's saying. Which makes this story really strange. Fox Business. Democrats are pushing for the 1% friendly salt cap repeal amid Biden's calls for tax hike on tax hikes on the wealthy. <laughs> wait, wait. So what's the story here, folks? What's the story? Is the story Biden believes rich people should pay more or is the story that Democrats believe rich people should pay less? Because I'm not crazy, right? Both of those stories can't be true. Either Democrats believe rich people should pay more or as the Fox Business story is reporting, Democrats believe rich people should pay less. If you're confused, Dan, I don't get this. You're not supposed to. They're Democrats. Again, they wake up in the morning in their blissful ignoramus state, knowing nothing, claiming they believe in things they don't believe in. These are the same people who think black and Hispanic voters in Georgia don't know what a driver's license number is while simultaneously claiming you're the racist. <laughs> Makes perfect sense to them. So just to be clear what that means, because I don't want to leave you hanging. The Trump tax cuts eliminated what they call the SALT deduction. State and local taxes. You used to be able, pre-Trump tax cuts, to deduct the taxes you paid to your states and localities, SALT, state and local taxes. You used to be able to deduct that from your federal tax bill. Well, why do, I understand, like, why would that, why would Democrats want to get, get rid of that? Because what happens, ladies and gentlemen, is in really heavily taxed blue states like New York, which is looking at a combined state and city tax of over 13, close to 15% of your income. If you're a really rich New Yorker in Manhattan, that means you're paying that 15% to New York state of your income and the city. And you don't even get to deduct it from your federal tax bill, that tax amount you paid meaning you're paying your federal taxes too on top of that. So that SALT deduction only really helps out the one percenters. Yet those one percenters vote too. And they're like, hey, Democrats, I don't really like that. I like that old ability to deduct my state and local taxes. Really weird how on one hand, Biden wants the rich to pay more. But on the other hand, the Democrats want the rich people that actually vote for them to pay less. Kind of sounds like they're frauds to me. Rich people should pay more. But if you vote for me, you should definitely pay less. And of course, suckers, liberals fall for it every time because they're suckers. 
All right, we're making good progress here. I may actually get through this. You know what? If we have to skip the vaccine thing, we'll go, we got to go to Shannon Sharp, too. Shannon Sharp, another genius. <laughs> Believe me, I'm using that term loosely. So what I tell you about cancel culture, what has been the evergreen golden rule of the show on cancel culture? Ladies and gentlemen, cancel culture is running out of victims on the conservative side because conservatives are largely giving them the double barrel middle finger. This is the family friendly version for those watching on the video and are saying, we're going to ignore you idiots. You all can cancel your own. So liberals find power in cancel culture. So they've had to seek out victims where on the liberal side, I said to you over and over, have I not? that liberals cancel culture movement will eventually turn into a cannibalistic enterprise like that movie Alive where they crash in the Andes Mountains or whatever it was because they're running out of victims on the conservative side because conservatives are gaffing them off and saying, no thanks, hard pass. You doubted me, right? Nah, liberals won't eat their own. They have to. There's no one else to eat. Just like that movie Alive. Here's a story from the New York Post. Activists protest renaming Chicago school after the oppressor, Barack Obama. <laughs> kid is right. Third time I call myself the kid. I told you. I told you. Come on, Dan, that's just one example. No, 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 there's more. Breitbart. Cancel mob calls American Horror Story star Sarah Paulson uh, it rhymes with itch. I'm not even going to say the second one, but that rhymes with and the other one rhymes with four. So she was called some really bad stuff for not declaring her pronouns. They say, wow, Sarah Paulson, she must clearly be some big conservative Hollywood actress. Uh, you'd be wrong if you check out the screenshot from the piece. She's actually a liberal who was piling on the cancel culture crowd that went after J.K. Rowling. Sarah Paulson, I guess she's a liberal too. She previously egged on a cancel mob that targeted J.K. Rowling for her views on transgenderism. The actress told J.K. Rowling to, quote, shut up and supported calling the author a trans misogynist. Now they're canceling her, too, because they eat themselves. Andy's Mountain style, a live movie. That's what they do, because we're all like, eh, double barreled. We don't care about you losers. So this power in cancellation. They miss that power. We're telling them to go pound sand. So what do they have to do? They have to eat themselves. Those are two powerful examples, Dan. They're in real trouble. Canceling Barack Obama, canceling Sarah Paulson, who's a canceler herself. Oh, there's more. Here's a Los Angeles Times article. Addison Ray, I covered this when I filled in for Jesse Waters. Addison Ray, who's, I guess, some famous TikToker, never heard of her, taught Jimmy Fallon some TikTok dances on his show. But Twitter remembers who created them. Here's a long and short of this one. So Addison Ray, I'm assuming she's not a conservative. I don't know her. But Jimmy Fallon, who's definitely not a conservative, she went on his show and taught him some TikTok dances. Whatever. I can't dance. I'm, my hips are as stiff as a uh, telephone pole. They want to leave that one. If Paula was here, that would be it. There, if there, there was a joke somewhere in there. And if Paula was here, I may have ventured there. But because I don't dance, I don't know any of these TikTok dances. But Addison Ray dared to teach them to Jimmy Fallon. And of course, they tried to cancel out Addison Ray and Jimmy Fallon with totalitarian cancel culture because they didn't credit the creators of the dance who they said were, were black. Now, before you dance, you have to be sure to credit the person who, who created the dance. Told you they would eat themselves. Let me leave you today with this quick video from noted constitutional scholar and former NFL tight end, legendary intellect of our time, Shannon Sharp, who proceeds in this clip to make one of the worst analogies I've ever heard in the history of humankind. It's one thing to be a dunce. It's another thing to advertise it to the entire universe on social media. Here's Shannon Sharp showing again that ignorance is most certainly bliss, saying how, man, you know, getting a gun and voting, I wish it was as easy. Check out this analogy, and some of you will start to catch right away the pure stupidity of this. Check this out. It shouldn't be harder to vote than to get a gun. Now, what's wrong with that picture, Skip? You notice that they're making it harder for you to vote than to get that gun. No, we don't want to do nothing with the gun, though. I want my Second Amendment. Now, I've bought a few guns in my lifetime, and I have voted, too. 
And the last time I voted, I do not remember going through a background check and filling out a 4473. I do, however, remember going through that when I got a gun. But, you know, Shannon Sharp. Shannon wakes up in the morning very happy with himself, I'm sure. Because, again, a blissful, ignorant life is probably a very happy one for him. Probably wakes up in the morning and says, it's such a great point yesterday. It's so much harder to vote than it is to buy a gun. Shannon, you ever filled out a background check to vote? No. Well, you know, your point then is completely idiotic and ridiculous. I don't care. I'm Shannon Sharp. I'll say whatever I want. Apparently, you will. But then we'll call you out for being a dunce. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Hey, a big thank you. All of your calls and emails and tweets and parlays and Facebook posts to the radio stations around the country is making a huge difference. Our show is about to launch a terrestrial radio show May 24th. Sorry to bother you about it every day. But uh, I got a tremendous update yesterday. Stations are joining on in mass because you have asked for it. So please keep it up. I appreciate it. If you want to hear the new Dan Bongino terrestrial radio show, and call, email, tweet, parlay, Facebook, your local radio station, ask them if they plan on running it. We really appreciate the support. You guys and ladies are the best, uh, most loyal audience in the business. Heart pound. I do it, but my elbows don't work. Thanks for tuning in today. See you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.